Blog Talk Radio. BBPAI Radio, linking business education and technology. The BBPAI Radio Show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BBPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil. BEPF Executive Director is Wayne Hicks. Produced by Michelle F. Ortman. Online chat coordinated by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. Sponsored by the BBPA Education and Technology Foundation. BBPA iRadio, linking business education and technology. Join us on www.blogtalkradio.com slash BBPA. Well, welcome to BDPAI Radio. I'm Fran McNeil, your host, and tonight's show is very, very exciting. We have two guests with us tonight. Our first guest is Mr. Matthew Lampkin, and he is a chapter president of BDPA Hartford. Our second guest is Ms. Pamela Sexton, and she is the conference director and VP of strategy and planning for National BDPA. So without further ado, we are going to jump right into our interview. So welcome, Matthew. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Excellent. So, Matthew, you are president of the Hartford chapter, and one of the things that's really helpful for our listeners to kind of understand and connect with is what's your BDPA story? How did you originally find out about BDPA? Well, I think I first became aware of BDPA probably in the late 90s. And my older sister, I'm originally from Houston, Texas, and my older sister, um, she always kept telling me, hey, you need to check out BDPA, BDPA. She was constantly telling me about it. And I kept kind of avoiding it, avoiding it, and not really looking into it. And probably... In uh, mid, maybe 2004, 2005, I said, you know what, some things in my career have changed a little bit and I have a little bit more time. So uh, at that point, that's when I uh, looked up BDPA.org and I found out that uh, Little Old Hartford, Connecticut, actually had a chapter. Um, I uh, emailed the president at the time, found out about the monthly meetings, and uh, as they say, the rest is history. Ah, the rest is history. Now, you've held many leadership roles within BDPA. How do you balance that with your professional experiences? Well, I I think one of the biggest things that I've had to do is is really try and prioritize um, the different things that I do. Um, Outside of my full-time job, I do have a, a business as well that I've had for about 10 years. On point consultants, and that's something that I've always done, um, kind of an after hours on the weekend thing for small businesses. So um, it didn't interfere too much with uh, my BDPA commitments. But one of the things that you know that I always try and make for sure of is, um, you know, when I have committed to various positions within BDPA over the year, that um, I make sure that I I can devote enough time to it. So um, in some cases, if that meant you know going into the office a little bit earlier so I could get out a little bit earlier and uh, give BDPA its proper due time, then I would I would do that. Or if it called for a little extra time on weekends, you know, getting up early in the morning to spend a couple hours 
uh, BDPA tasks and functions, and I was uh, I was always uh, more than willing to do that. So, just like anything else, I look at it as, as a project, just kind of like project management. You kind of prioritize um, the tasks and functions that you need to do from the chapter, and and you go from there, and you make sure that you can get them done. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's that's sound advice. Um, if I go back a little bit more, though. Many people join BDPA and they're a member, and yet they may not have made that real leap into being an active member. Um, right. What are how, how did you make that transition? Because it seems now that you're you're juggling, and and maybe juggle is really the wrong word. You're able to handle a job, a business, and BDPA, and and do so in terms of BDPA at the leadership level. Well, I think when I originally uh, started looking into BDPA back in the mid, um, you know, 2000, 2005 time frame, um, I initially just checked it out, came to a couple of chapter meetings just to make for sure I could understand um, what the goal and purpose of BDPA was. And at the time, I was uh, going through transition in my career. Um, I had been a contractor for several years. Um, and, and I guess you could say I had kind of gotten a little complacent um, so I said, hey, you know what, I think now's the time for me to start networking, start uh, meeting other individuals who are also in IT in the Hartford, Connecticut area. Um, once I was able to get a feel for what BDPA was all about, um, I focused on the youth programs that BDPA Hartford had, um, not only in Hartford but also on the national level, and I was absolutely impressed by that. So um, I initially focused on the youth programs, um, once I became more involved with the youth programs, and that's when I decided to become a member. Um, and every year since 2005, I've, I've become a faithful member. And I, to anyone that's listening, I would have to say it's probably one of the best investments um, that I think you can you can make um, on a yearly basis. Wow, that's that's a really powerful testimonial. So so picking up on that investment, investment of time, seeing connection of a really powerful program, um, being an active member, let's kind of juxtapose that with you running your business. Tell us a little bit more about your business and what you do, who you serve, and, and how you know that, that may inspire another BDPA member um, who's maybe a budding entrepreneur. Right, absolutely. Um, one thing I would tell anybody that's looking to be a, a budding entrepreneur is, is definitely, you know, do a little research um, as far as what you're trying to provide as a service or what you're trying to sell or what you're trying to market, um, just to make sure there's a target market. And in my case, um, when I started my business back in 2001, I actually have a business partner, um, Eric Plummer, who's been involved with me for um, the past uh, 12, 13 years is we saw that there was a need. We saw there was a need for um, homes and small businesses in the Hartford, Connecticut area to have reliable um, technical support, whether it was something as simple back in those days as setting up DSL or something as complex um, back in 2001 as setting up a local area network. I would always encourage um, a budding entrepreneur to make sure that they understand their market, they scope out their competition, um, and that's important for setting a price um, for understanding how you can differentiate your business uh, from other businesses. So that's some of the sound advice I would try and give a budding entrepreneur. And just to continue, I mean, don't don't get discouraged. It may be slow going. 
um, for a little bit, but don't get too discouraged. Always have a, a, a storehouse of, uh, of funding available if you can, um, and just, just be a good planner. I think if you can follow some of those steps and if you're passionate about what you do, I think um, if you do a good job, I think, uh, as we all know, positive news spreads pretty fast. Wow, and that's a that's a lovely actually transition into. And I purposely wanted you to talk about your business, and I love that you highlighted target market um, because in your role as president of the Hartford chapter, who is your target market? You know, how do you excel as a chapter, and and what are you most proud of as a chapter? Right, I, I think. With the Hartford chapter, we've we've always had a, a very um, strong history within BDPA. Um, even though um, Connecticut is a, a smaller state, we've all, always had a very strong history. And one of the things that I've always tried to do is build upon that history. Um, I know we've had a good success with our high school computer competition program over the years. Um, so when I'm looking to recruit students, I try and point them to the success that we've had in that, and I try and show them. Um, recent uh, high school graduates who've gone on to college. Um, some of our graduates actually have full-time jobs in corporate America all through um, their involvement with BDPA. So I, I try and impress upon the students to start a relationship with BDPA. And one of the things that I really try and push for is to make for sure that we can continue um, that relationship with that student from high school through college through corporate America. So, you know, BDPA's mantra has always been, from the classroom to the boardroom. So I really try and live up to that. Um, as far as our adult sector of uh, BDPA, I always when I go to market out to different individuals, I always try and let them know that it's a networking organization. I always let them know that it's important to have a very strong network, especially in an area which is the size of Hartford, Connecticut. Um, it's a small area, but it's a very powerful city. It's the state capital of Connecticut. Um, it's known as the insurance capital of America. And even though the city itself is, is uh, you know, Hartford County only has maybe a million people, it's a small area. So it pays to kind of know people in different places um, because you'll never know what situation you walk into. So I try and impress upon individuals that I come across. BDPA is a giant network, and there may be two members that work at uh, Sigma Insurance, or there may be two members that work at Travelers, and you may be an individual who just got uh, workforce uh, work experience workforce reduction, and you may say, hey, you know what, I remember I met an individual from BDPA that worked at Sigma. Maybe I should reach out to them. So for adults, I really try and impress upon them to, to look at it as a network that can help you get on to bigger and better things. Okay, so that that really connects the accomplishments and also the advice that you would give. And I and I really heard the relationships are valuable within BDPA and by establishing those relationships through being an active member, um, right. it can help you at different points in your personal and professional development. Absolutely. And, and just to expand on what you were saying, um, <clears throat> when I first joined BDPA back in 2005, I felt like, at the time, my career, um, like I said, I, I was a little complacent, but I also felt a little stagnant with it. And there were some things that I that I was able to determine that I really needed to improve on. Some of those things were um, uh, project management. At that time, that was kind of the real heavy 
buzz term, it still is, um, public speaking, communication. So I really wanted to get an opportunity to, to experience those uh, those soft skills. Unfortunately, as a contractor, um, basically you were brought in, you did a job, you didn't veer away from that job at all. So BDPA allowed me to get the opportunity. Um, my first year I was the assistant high school computer competition coordinator. That allowed me the opportunity to manage, manage some projects uh, manage um, the financial side of things with our HSCC competition. Um, it gave me the chance to do a lot of public speaking. There were times back then where I would go to high schools to tout our high school computer competition program, and I was speaking in front of two, 300 kids at a time. I've always been okay with speaking in front of crowds, but just to be able to develop that skill a little bit better, um, that's what BDPA afforded me the opportunity now. So even today, um, a lot of people who I know that, that's been actively involved with BDPA, they, they tend to call me Mr. BDPA. So um, there's, there's a lot of soft skills that um, BDPA allowed me to develop, and I absolutely feel like that's helped me in my career up to this point. Wow. Now, I'm, I'm going to ask you, I, I intentionally did not read your bio because okay. you do present yourself very well. You're very articulate. You're able, you're concise. Um, you provide the story and the background. And so people now know, our listeners now know that you were a consultant, uh, that yep. you were a contractor, excuse me, that you, um, with BDPA, you develop skills. You've held yep. many positions within BDPA. You have your own business. Just from a relationship-building standpoint, I'd like for you to identify kind of five key areas from your resume that sort of present who you are so that our listeners have a sense of um, how to pull things out of the resume that create an effective picture. Um, I think one of the things that, that I've always uh, tried to pride myself on is, is I feel that I've had a lot of different types of work experiences. I've always considered myself someone that that takes pride in trying to understand an entire, I guess, spectrum of things. Um, and that even goes back to, you know, one of my first jobs out of college is I did desktop support at Figma. And by doing desktop support, I was able to see a lot of different areas within IT. Even though I may have not supported them completely, all of those areas came back ultimately to desktop support, which is where the end user was at. So I think just the fact that I've seen a lot of different um, environments in IT, that's a very strong point. Um, I think another strong point that I've always always had and I really try um, and pride myself on is, is I really like trying to make for sure that I understand um, a particular topic. Um, I don't have to be an expert at it, but you know I think it's important to to try and further yourself proactively. Um, I think you know by doing that, I think you make yourself more valuable um, to the company that you work for. I think they see those type of qualities in you, and they say, "Hey, you know what? Here's a person that I'm confident in that I know, even though he may not be an expert in this technology, he has the ability to grasp." The, the overall concept. So I really try and be proactive. Um, to that end, I'm currently studying um, for the CISSP certification exam. So that's just um, an example as, as far as that goes. Um, I think another 
trait that I really uh, try and try and put out to others is that I am confident um, in some things that that I tend to involve myself in. Um, you know, not all the time, but I think majority of the time. And I think what BDPA has done, it's good to see other individuals like myself that have a lot of these same qualities that I've talked about, that are confident in themselves, that give you the motivation to keep moving forward. Just the other day I posted I was studying for my CISSC exam. I think there were four or five people that were like, hey, you know, good job. You know, if you need any help, let us know. We're here to support you. And I think BDPA has that, that family aspect um, about it that really keeps you motivated. And, and really with BDPA, the sky's the limit. So it's great to have that type of relationship available from all around the country. That's that's a that's a wonderful way to sort of wrap up our our interview, focusing on again, you, you mentioned the value that someone can bring to the employer. I, I that's an aspect that we may not talk about as much on the interviews and yet BDPA as an entity um is often seeking sponsors and part of what they need to communicate is the value proposition. So right. um, being aware as an individual, you know, how can having diverse experiences in the field, how can being uh, able to research add value to yourself, add value to your employer, give you confidence, give you the ability then to give back and in giving back be part of a community that sort of re-nourishes you, which is, which is really part of what BDPA does. I did want to ask you a question because our next guest, Pamela Sexton, is going to be talking about the national conference, and you, you mentioned the high school computer competition. What words of encouragement, motivation, advice would you give to folks as they're thinking about the national conference coming up from your perspective as president of the Hartford chapter? I, I would say one of the, the biggest positives about the conference is is just meeting a lot of different people that all have probably the same goals and desires in mind that you may have with your career. And, and being able to take advantage of that positive energy, um, you know, I know the job market over the past couple of years has been a tough market, but an organization like BDPA um, it shows you that there are plenty of opportunities which are which are out there. It allows you to make these, these very important connections nowadays with key individuals, um, not only who are BDPA members, but in many cases these same members may serve as, as hiring managers uh, for some of the largest companies in the world. Um, for that matter, for that matter, they may serve as, as vice presidents and they serve as project managers. Um, I think it's just a great opportunity to really get yourself out there. Um, even if you're not, you know, from the local Washington, D.C. area, but you live um, in one of the other, you know, 48, 49 uh, states in the United States, I think by attending the conference, because there's so many companies that are going to be there, there's going to be companies most likely from your home area that's going to be represented at the conference. And, and, and companies are so big that they have locations all around the world, so you know that's probably one of the best things that I would I would recommend to anyone um, who's looking to really further their career and take advantage of. Sponsors come to the national conference um, because they're looking for strong talent, and I think BDPA 
in the past has done an excellent job in providing some of our sponsors um, with excellent talent, which is why I think they continue to, to be a proud um, and strong supporter of the organization. Terrific. Well, Matthew, as we wrap up, I'm going to ask you to share one final thought with our BDPA iRadio audience. What would that one final well, thought be? Yeah, I, I would just say as a final thought, um, you know, if, if you're not a member of BDPA or if you haven't checked it out, I think you should definitely check it out. I think there's just so much um, value which is available within BDPA. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of passionate people in the organization, and they're all here um, to help you move to that next level of your career, whether you're a high school student, whether you're a college student that's looking for mentors, um, to help you get your foot into corporate America, whether you're an entrepreneur, um, or whether you're just um, somebody that's in uh, the mid-level of their, their professional career. Um, I think if, if you're really looking to, to make that next move, to make that next step, and you need the motivation and support, I think BDPA is a place for you. I don't think there's any other organization um, geared towards information technology um, that, that pushes forward like BDPA does. So I absolutely ask that whoever's listening or on the fence definitely uh, jump right in, and I think you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised and glad that you made the investment. Well, thank you, Matthew. That was a wonderful way to wrap up your interview. I'd love to have you back on the show as a guest, and I certainly look forward to seeing you um, when we get to the National Conference, which uh, we're in March, so it's not that far away. No, it's <laughs> right. not. So thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Great. Have a good evening. You too. Okay, so for those of you that are just joining us, you are listening to Matthew Lampkin, who is owner of On Point Consultants, LLC, and also, as it relates to BDPA, chapter president of BDPA Hartford. We are going to go right into our next interview, and our next interview is with Ms. Pamela Sexton, and she is the conference director and VP of Strategy and Planning for National BDPA. Pamela, welcome to the show. Hi, Fran. How are you tonight? Just fine, thanks. Well, you know, Pamela, you've been on the show a few times, and so you sort of know the drill, which is absolutely wonderful. And tonight um, is one of six nights that you and or your team will be talking about the national conference coming up in Atlanta. I'm sorry, in uh, D.C. I just got distracted. I'm sorry, in D.C. I moved the conference. You're like, what? Wait a minute. I was planning for D.C. I was. <laughs> just, checking to, just checking to see if everyone's paying attention. So, um, what, you know, let's kind of start at the basics. What is your role Within the conference, I know I stated that it's you know your your conference director, but what does that mean and for you? What does that mean for the team? And how does that sort of set the stage for the experience that people are going to have in August? Um, I am the national conference director, and as you stated earlier, also vice president of strategy and planning. And with the conference, we're focusing on organizational transformation. We started this a few years back. Um, 
So what does that mean? That means we, every year we're committed to making a bigger, better, more exciting conference that provides knowledge, that provides information, and that also provides the talent that our corporate partners are looking for. Mm. Okay, so I love that, that concept of organizational transformation. So from a personal and professional standpoint, what's most exciting about having the opportunity to make that happen this year for BBPA members and sponsors in D.C.? What's exciting about that? What's exciting is that we continue to listen to feedback from our members, potential members, our students, and our corporate partners to hear what it is they want from the conference. So we continually ask the questions via survey, um, just straight out during conversation to find out what it is they want. And they tell us they want certification, they want exciting speakers, they want great networking opportunities, they want a career fair that's full of potential employers. And we work towards getting all those things. Absolutely. And this year, that's in the works. So certification, um, great speakers, an opportunity to network, lots of opportunities to network, uh, the career fair. Um, What if someone is in the D.C. area and they're not a member of BDPA? Do they have the opportunity to attend the career fair? Yes, the career fair is open to everyone. So definitely on that Friday and that Saturday, Friday we will have our ribbon cutting at noon. It will be open to anyone in D.C. and the nearby surrounding areas. Okay. So we've got within BDPA current members. Uh, Matthew sort of alluded to there may be a few people, I hope there's only a few, who are kind of pending members. They're kind of on the fence. And then we have a number of corporate uh, sponsors. What's what's in it for a current member to, you know, start the registration, make sure they commit to be there, and to physically be there at the national conference this year? What's in it for them? Um, mm-hmm. we, we have a special guest opening our conference this year. That's Roland Martin. And he will open our conference for us on Wednesday morning. We have Scrum Master Certification that will be offered at a very discounted rate to BDPA members. And we have new, exciting networking opportunities. This year we're implementing lightning talks, which should be something a little different from a networking perspective. So those are just a few of the things that we are providing for our current members. For a new member, we're offering the opportunity to become a member. Um, We definitely want them to be able to take advantage of some of the things, but if they become a member prior to the conference, then they'll be able to receive those discounted certification training that I mentioned as a current BDPA member would. But if not, they can still attend that for a different price. For our corporate sponsors, um, what they ask for us most often is talent. They ask us for the talent that BDPA holds, and we know that we have so much talent in our organization. The other thing that they ask us for is a pipeline. So we have our students, our high school, our college students there, 
to satisfy that need for corporate partners. Okay, so in a sense, there's something for everyone, and there's really no reason to delay. Now, some people may be just joining us and saying, okay, so how do I register? Um, what are the exact dates? So, Pamela, give us that information. You can register on the website. We are in the transition mode, so we have a new website that will be coming out, a new registration site that will be coming out later this week. But a registration is still open at this time on the existing website. Um, it is still early bird registration until the end of this month, and we want members and non-members to take advantage of that because that is the lowest rate possible at this time. Okay, so folks, you heard it first. This is well, you probably have been hearing it several times, and this is the time to get those registrations in. Now, Pamela, um, I've mentioned that the location is Washington, D.C. You indicated yes. that it started on Wednesday. What are the exact dates and what is the location within D.C.? It is at the Hilton, Washington, and I believe it's 1919 Connecticut Avenue in Washington, D.C. The exact date, the conference opening takes place on that Wednesday, August, I think it's August 14th. But we also mm -hmm. will have an HBCU panel the night before on August 13th. So we have some preliminary events that will also take place. Right. And I know last year the HBCU panel was um, very exciting. A lot of information was shared. And even, there were even some challenges. There were universities and colleges that uh, made some commitments related to scholarships. So exactly. um, one of the things that, you know, the conference continues to deliver, um, and I think uh, over-deliver, are bonuses and opportunities to, for uh, members and participants of the conference to get some extras. Um, because, as Matthew indicated earlier in his interview, there are sort of the right folks there at all levels of organizations and small businesses, um, and there's really a great chance, uh, great opportunities to make the new relationships and renew existing relationships. So, Pamela, you don't, yeah, you don't do this all alone. Who's on your team and who is behind the scenes and in front of the scenes to help make all this happen? Well, I, I truly have a dream team. So, um, I'll start with our administrative person who is Dee Pearson. We have our HSCC lead, Michelle Cook. IT Showcase, Dr. Bemley, of course. Golf is being led by Naaman Tarpley. Our YTC program is headed again this year by James Dutta James. Our adult workshops and um, training sessions are handled by Mildred Allen. We're being hosted by Terry Carter, the chapter president of D.C., our corporate sales director is Wayne Hicks. From a corporate sales delivery manager, we have Zena Lofton. And handling all entertainment and our new registration site is Pamela Norfleet. But we also have a leadership team that supports us, and that is Madam President Monique Berry, Dr. Craig Brown, our national vice president, and our VP of finance, Lorraine Davis-Stewart. 
and you said who's behind the scenes. We always have Leslie Maynard behind the scenes, our office assistant. And we have a couple of corporate um, third-party partnerships that we have with Morton Media Group as well as PSI to support us in marketing and our career fair. Wow. So you have a well-rounded team to ensure that this year's national conference, BDPA conference, is going to be top-notch. So I know that uh, you are going to be on or one of your representatives for future shows. Again, what would you like to leave the BDPA audience with in terms of action steps related to the national conference coming up? The main thing I would tell them is to definitely get involved, plan to attend, but um, provide feedback. I take all comments, questions, suggestions at conferencedirector at bdpa.org. We want to make sure that everyone is getting what they need from the conference, fulfilling our member value proposition, as well as continuing to strengthen our partnership. Mm. Okay. And so if people are, as people are, I'll speak in the affirmative, as people are ready now to take action, all they have to do is go to www.bdpa.org on the current website, and I'm sure on the updated website, the national conference will be prominently featured, and it's very easy to register for the conference. Um, uh, so the high school computer teams, they're in the process of making sure that as many of their members can get there. Um, it's a great way to reconnect with friends. And as Pamela mentioned earlier, um, there's networking, there's the opportunity to get uh, training through certification. Um, there's great speakers. Tell us a little bit more about Roland Martin. What do people need to know about him? Roland Martin will be with us on Wednesday morning, so it's important that people are in the hotel and prepared to listen, be engaged. Um, he will also sign books. I'm sure his book will be there for sale as well. So it's important mm -hmm. to be in the hotel on Wednesday morning. Okay, and that, uh, he'll start off at 8.30 or 9? He will actually start off at 10 o'clock. 10, okay, okay. So that's time, for example, I'm coming in from Philadelphia, that's time for folks on the East Coast um, to get a decent train, <laughs> early morning yeah. train, but decent train to be in the hotel by 8, and get your breakfast, and be in your seat. Terrific. And it's time for so people Pamela, out of state to yeah. get there the night before. <laughs> right, the night before, exactly, exactly. I, I, you know, I agree that pre-conference panel is pretty dynamic, so uh, I'm sure over time that may just be folded right into the conference as a, a great incentive for people. So, Pamela, as we wrap up, um, a final thought. My final thought would be don't wait to register, and if there's any questions, please reach out to myself or anyone from the conference team. I can be reached a number of ways. I suggest conference director at bdpa.org, all one word. It's the simplest and quickest way, but um, the national office, and I would definitely say go ahead and register today to get those special rates. Wonderful. Thank you, Pamela, so much for being a guest. Tonight, and as I mentioned to our audience, 
you and or someone from the conference will be an automatic guest on the first Tuesday of the month. So Pamela was here in March. There'll be someone in April, May, June, July, and August to sort of keep up the momentum and energy and keep people up to date about our national conference. So Pamela, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So again, I am going to uh, wrap up the show. We had wonderful guests on today. We had Matthew Lampkin, president of BDPA Hartford Chapter, and our guest that you just heard was Ms. Pamela Sexton, conference director and VP of strategy and planning for National BDPA. I'm Fran McNeil. Thank you so much for listening to one of Blog Talk Radio's featured shows and our very own BDPAI radio. Thank you and have a great night. BDPAI radio, linking business, education, and technology showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, computer science academics, and people with a passion for educating our young people in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI radio show is a regular exchange for BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPAI radio guests link the diverse worlds of business, education, and technology.